It's episode 88 of the Improv London podcast. I'm your host, Stuart Moses, and this week's guests are Sam Russell and Alexander Jeremy. Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? Well, very excited to be here. Yeah. Very, very nice. excited to have you here. So you are one half of Shoot from the Hip. Mm. That's exciting. That's yeah. very exciting. It is. We've got is. the sexy half today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we left the cool, two nerds at home. The cool half are here today. <laughs> yeah. Cool cats are in town. Um, and you perform improv four nights a week. Correct. How did that happen? And so, is it not exhausting? Uh, it is exhausting. The four nights of the week is relatively new. Uh, we started off, our first show in London was in 2011, which started at the Top Secret Comedy Club in Drury Lane in November. Uh, and so we just did one Tuesday a week for probably about two years. Then in January, we started doing Mondays at the Camden Head Angel Comedy. Uh, and then we started at the end of 2017 getting a couple of other offers in, so we ended up getting Wednesdays at Top the Creek, uh, Up the Creek, uh, Top the Creek, Up the Creek. Uh, we then got uh, Sundays at the Bill Murray, because uh, Angel Comedy, which is an amazing sort of institution, mm. has opened up their second venue, which they funded purely by Kickstarter, and so they gave us another day there. We then had a weird uh, the Top Secret thing, which had been great for years, sort of came to a mutual end, and we've now opened up our own sort of, not, I wouldn't call it a venue, but night mm. in a place that didn't do comedy, which is the Prince of Wales, which is actually one minute away uh, from the Top Secret Comedy Club. So it's sort of just been an accumulation of night after night after night. It's been a slow, a sort of a slow build. But those first two nights were, had been going on for a long time. Yeah. Um, I uh, Sam was one of the sort of core, core, core members who, who very first uh, started up the group. But we were all at the same university together. So we were at Royal Holloway and we had a society called the Holloway Players. Super cool. <laughs> Super cool. Still going, uh, apparently. Still going. Ten years. Yeah, ten years. And um, I was a couple of years below them. So when I came in, they were in their last year, sort of the core founding members. Uh, and then when they when they left uni, they started up Shoot From The Hip. Yep. And they did all the, the hard groundwork, whereas I just sort of guested a little bit. And then when I left uni, I, I joined whilst, you know, the audience were already in. So I just came in whilst, you know, sailing. <laughs> I didn't have to do any of the hard stuff. But now now I am part of the hard stuff. Yeah, AJ is now a full uh, quarter of, uh, of the members. And when we've gone through a variation of membership over the years, I think we started off with eight. It then went down to five after the first year. And then various uh, other people had sort of gone off. One fell in love and moved to Spain. One had other things to focus on. Um, and so, yeah, now it is the four members, which is uh, Luke Manning, Thomas Mayo, uh, Alexander Jeremy, and myself, Sam Russell. Uh, and the way we don't get exhausted is we do now sometimes get guests coming in to join in. So mm. we were very much a closed shop for the Long first time. six years of doing it, mainly because it, we try to get guests in sometimes, but the managers of the, some of the places that we were in was just saying, we, we we like you guys. We don't really want to run the risk of getting of you know and you know improv is all about taking risks. But when you're in a comedy club environment, which all of our shows are, the audience are expecting stand up. They're expecting a high laugh rate, high quality, non experimental. I don't know why I'm doing air quotes on the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> non experimental form. Um, and we didn't. Maybe we just weren't confident enough to know that we could bring guests in and make that work yet. 
But now, because we've, we are, we've been getting our guests in and the quality of guests we've been getting has been absolutely astounding. Mm. Uh, so yeah, we end up, each, each member probably does between two and a half to three shows a week. Mm. So you do get one off. Hmm. Uh, and sometimes we do two man shows. Uh, sometimes we do a full four man shows. Yeah, usually we, it's uh, three uh, three shoot from the hit members and a guest. Uh, but it, it's completely varied. It's improvised. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have a comprehensive rotor. Yeah. that we all that yeah. we all check now. What color am I? I'm, I think I'm green. I don't know. You're orange, I think. Am I orange? Yeah, orange. So we have. Uh, you look through our month, and we sort of go, okay, I'm here, 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 and here, and, here. and then you get other things. Jumping in, like we do one-off shows uh, at sort of Monologue Slam and some corporates and things like that. And so we just we, we, we try and keep it as fair as possible and the mm. money all gets shared equally. And the nice thing is, because it would end up, if you've got one show which has got a massive audience, uh, you'll end up making, we all, it's a free, all of our sh- weekly shows are free, but we have a bucket at the end. Uh, so if you end up having one show which is massive and you get a massive bucket and then someone else doing the same amount of work on a smaller show, it wouldn't be fair if you just take the bucket on the night. So we pool all the money and then just share it out evenly, which is very nice. Brilliant. And we do pay our guests. We pay our guests because it's it's a job. <laughs> it's, 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 no. it's, it's a job. No. Cool. So if someone was to come along on Mondays at 8pm at the Camden Head, yep. what could they expect from a Shoot from the Hip show? Just a whole lot of fun. <laughs> a whole lot of... Uh, I was thinking about this actually about sort of what what we do that's sort of different than to to other groups and and I mean I think all groups do this to some extent but I guess people I think people like cuz we're very playful we're very very playful um and the other thing is I guess which is by the way why I think we stayed a close knit group for so long also is that we cuz we know each other so well um that we are just, well, we can, you know, we're, we're thinking on the same way, same wavelength. And also, I think the way we play also is we we kind of come from the Keith Johnston-y type background. Because when we were at university, I actually remember being uh, <laughs> in the session. And then I think it was Luke or someone who was just like, mate, you've got to read, um, you've got to read Keith, Keith, Impro by Keith Johnston. And I famously was just like, I'm not going to read a book about improv. Come on, I'm not going to read a book. It's so stupid. And of course... I yeah. remember you coming back the session after you had read it and you were like, I see everything! It like, <laughs> changed my life. And now I'm just like the annoying guy who's constantly yeah. talking about Keith Johnston. Um, I think we, yeah. we, we do... We, I mean, we did read everything. We read the improv handbook, the Tom Selinsky one. We read um, Improv Storytellers as well, which is a Keith Johnston. So we, we tried to absorb everything. So you do shows on Mondays at eight PM at the Camden Head. What could people, what could people expect if they come along to that? Okay, so firstly, that's the Camden Head in Angel, not the Camden Head in Camden. That gets very confusing. It's actually under the banner of a Angel Comedy, uh, which is a great venue that does shows seven nights of the week and does a second uh, venue now at the Bill Murray. So if you turn up to the Camden Head in Angel for Angel Comedy on a Monday, you will see us, which is shoot from the hip. Uh, you will turn up at probably at about 7.30. You might be asked to queue outside because it does get quite full. Brilliant. Uh, usually we're at about between 70 and 90 people in what is basically an upstairs pub room with a small stage, a couple of black curtains and some lights. Uh, the show, we think it's probably... It's a very easy, accessible show for people who've never seen improv before. Uh, every show we've started has always been in a comedy club, not in an improv club. Uh, so they're, you, they're, a lot of people turn up thinking they're going to see stand-up or certainly something scripted. So the way our show has been formulated over the years, and basically it's just 
come this way not by any sort of design but by what works and games have fallen by the wayside and show formats have fallen by the wayside we've tried to do risky things and, and it's just come honed down to this the first half will be a collection of uh, scenes and games that are tailor-made in order to introduce uh, audience to improv uh, so we do cha- like change, which I know, which I know other people call new choice. Uh, we do it slightly differently because new choice, as I've seen it anyway, is like you kind of go, you do something, and you go new choice, and then you do it about two or three times. We play it super aggressively, uh, so we'll be changing competitively, f- competitively. Yeah, five. Six, I, I, we've done fifteen change. You know what I mean? So it can be really, really fast. For example, if Sam said. Uh, I, I love you, darling. Change. I hate you, darling. Change. What are you wearing, darling? Change. Who are you, darling? Change. Where am I, darling? Change. Goodbye, darling. Change. Hello. So that's the kind of <laughs> and I think that's it sort of, again, it introduces the concept. Uh, it also actually warms us up. Yeah. Uh, it's a very uh, good warm up uh, game. Uh, uh, for us as, as well. But, uh, but yeah, it gets to that point where you don't really know what's, what's about to come out of your mouth. Yeah, it's um, so our, op- our opening sort of patter is all about explaining what they're about to see, what improv is. Um, and we, we try and do, give a cheer, like, have you seen improv before? And the majority of our audiences haven't seen it before. And all the people who have, have come back to see Shoot from the Hip. We get quite a lot of repeat uh, custom uh, because they sort of, they thought they like the format. It's not particularly uh, repetitious in any way. There's no formula to uh, any of our stuff or the suggestions we sort of take. It's very much, you throw it out. One day we'll be doing a scene about, you know, why the Romans called their slaves slaves. And the next week it will be uh, two guys fighting over a stapler in an office. Mm. It's very, uh, but the I think that all people come back because it's very different. They also come back because they end up they like they like seeing us muck around with each mm. other. We play the uh, A game and the B game mm. very hard. So the A game of sort of focusing on the the game that you're playing and focusing on the improv and the of the theatre of it itself. Mm. Don't know why I'm doing air quotes in an improv <laughs> podcast. Uh, uh, and the uh, other half, which is. Because we are mates and we're friends, we've been doing this for years, we muck around with each other, we'll, mm. we'll pimp each other, we'll say, can you do a, oh, that poem you wrote with uh, uh, rhyming couplets every mm. third line was beautiful, darling, read that to me again. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you used to rap. Yeah, yeah. And that's, <laughs> that sort of thing. And also making fun of each other's but appearance. It's important to us at the, at the, at the heart of it, as, as, as Sam was saying, the A game, the B game. The A game for us is, as I said, it's, it's just the basic, you know, dramatic relationships and, 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 and characters... Especially in our long forms, in the second half we do a, a long form. Yeah. So you'll, you'll get your first half, which is uh, games and scenes, very high laugh rate. Nothing's longer than five minutes of the game, so you can sort of you, you you figure out what you're watching, and you've won their trust by the end of that because it's pretty much mm. foolproof now. They then go away for a 10, 15 minute interval, and they come back, and we always start the second half by going. Now we're going to do something slightly different this half. We're going to tell you a story, hope with a nice beginning, middle, and end. It's going to be uh, Oscar award winning, BAFTA nominated. Uh, but it's not a. I've not. I've not seen a long form like it. No, I just think it's. I, I think it's just important for us that you can't. You know, the, the B game as we call it, which is us sort of playing in a kind of meta sense. You know, where you know the, the characters are sort of aware of themselves and the scene, and blah blah blah. But you can't. I personally think that it's very. You can't slash. It's very hard to play the B game if you don't have the A game. If you don't have the story underneath it and the characters and the relationships uh, and the the emotion behind it and I don't mean when it's like it's not like emotion like we're really you know, really crying or really angry or whatever but we're at least signalling this you know there's this there's an emotional core to this and characters have wants and drives and people are the characters are reacting uh, uh, honestly uh, with each other and that needs to be underneath it's like the boat 
that, that keeps us going. Because if that's not there, then all the stuff that you do, you mess around, it's just it's silly. And yeah. I think it's, you know, the B game play can never be at the expense of the A game. That's it. Otherwise, the whole thing crumbles and it's just a bunch of mates making fun of each other in a room above a pub, which no one wants, wants to, to see. see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, when it will be sort of little asides and it'll be things in the audience, for example. So, uh, for us, the thing we love, I think what we love about our show is if there's a mistake that happens, either if it's one of us. I remember at one point someone just had a cough and they were saying, oh, I'm coming with my friend. Oh, what's your name? Oh, his name's... <laughs> Because he just caught, and the rest of the show, that was that character's name, <laughs> and it was a repeated joke every time. He comes, oh my god, what happened to <laughs> every time? Uh, if someone's phone rings in the audience, the phone rings in the show, and you pick it up and you start talking on the phone. If you got a drunk heckler, we once had a guy who just kept shouting, and it was a pirate story, and the drunk heckler became the parrot. <laughs> and so whenever their guy shouted something out, it was always just just shut up, Polly. Mm. We're trying to focus here, and yeah, I think that's. That's why people. That's it's why we. I enjoy it certainly. Is yeah. it's we don't take ourselves too seriously, and you shouldn't because it's an, it's a comedy show. That's it. It's also about getting the balance as well because as we talk about, we talk about the um, the Dick and Pooh show, which we don't want it to become. No, um, the only time we ever had to go. Rarely, sometimes this, we go there. Sometimes the, I think the only time we went where we went, we we come into a show going. This is going to be the Dick and Pooh show. Is we did two Glastonbury's in a row, oh, God, yeah. which were basically in a tent <laughs> with drunks just wandering in and out. Children, some children threw water bottles at us, yeah. and you've got people gather around. You go, the only way that we're going to keep ev- like at least enough people looking at us that we've earned our keep here is by being as vulgar and as loud and as yeah. crass as possible, and that's fun to a degree. <laughs> but you, no, no one's going to come back and see a show. Uh, you know, we do short, four shows a week. No one's going to want to come back to that show. And it's not going to be well reviewed. Well, so com- we try to avoid that. Comedy audiences are going to. This is so. 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 Someone after a show came up to from from Second City, uh, who is a performer at Second City, and, and I didn't understand this when she asked me this question because I just assumed that everyone did this, but we won't. So you know, if you if you're playing to comedy audiences and you're asking for suggestions, you're going to get you know dildo, vibrator, all the gynecologists, sort of stuff. yeah, because vagina related stuff. Yeah, a lot of vagina related, and they they it's, the the audience would love to bring you down to that, and I think it is important to 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 have kind of respect, and I think that I think what we do, which apparently isn't what some groups do, I didn't didn't know this, maybe this is totally wrong. That, for example, so we get a suggestion, okay, we're going to do a scene now, can we get a word just to start us off from the scene, and maybe in the word it comes, you know, vibrator. We will, we will always go, vibrator, okay, thanks for that, sir, thank you very much. Someone can, it could be a, a poo face, we've got poo face over there from the gentleman, thank you very much. And then we'll, we'll often we'll go until, not long, but we'll go until we find one that sort of, it does inspire us, or that's something we can work with. Yeah. I don't believe in kind of just like... Uh, it's being at sort of at the whim of the audience, which is kind of the impression that she was giving. That, that there, she was like, she was like, oh my god, you uh, you don't take the first suggestion. Yeah. We were like, well, no, because we otherwise the whole, all our shows would be about vibrators. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people are terrible at giving suggestions. Yeah, really bad. You got to teach them. Yeah, that's what you, I remember that they they're saying, mm. you've taught you teach them throughout the show how to give suggestions, which I just don't think. But I think. We, <laughs> I don't think anything with shooting the hips really been thought through. No. It's just been evolution and survival. It's, evolved. it's been survival. It's been, okay, we do four shows a week. Each half is 35 minutes to 45 minutes. We have to get things that work and we have to create ideas and formulas that work. And again, if you asked us to write a book about it, we probably couldn't, but they're there. They're instinctive. They're in the back of our heads after doing these many hours. 
Cool. And so you're at the Prince of Wales on Tuesdays, yes. 8.15. And you also do Up the Creek on Wednesdays at 8.15. Yep. And then the Bill Murray on Sundays at 8pm. Yes. And these are all comedy venues. Yeah. Uh, they're all comedy venues. Uh, the oh. Prince of Wales uh, is the is our sort of new experiment for 2018 because that is literally a uh, a room above a pub that wasn't having anything on. Uh, we were at the Top Secret Comedy Club. Uh, that's where we started off uh, from 2011 until the end of 2017. Uh, we then just sort of come to a point where we just wanted to break ways and we wanted to try and go out on our own and see what would it be like to actually try and start something from the very, very ground up. So that is the only one that isn't an established comedy venue, but the rest are stand-up every other night of the week. So does that have a different atmosphere? The Prince of Wales shows, the moment, because uh, we've only been doing those for six weeks, are a lot of the people who used to come and see us at Top Secret going, oh, where are they? Oh, they're one minute down the road at the Prince of Wales. We'll go to the Prince of Wales. So they, they kind of know what they're in for. Um, so the... Uh, and the, uh, they no, they 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 all feel very they similar. They all feel the same, actually. Yeah, which is a, kind of a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah num- so. Numbers are the main thing that change your audience. Like sometimes you'll turn up and for some reason there are two hundred people there. Yeah. And you go, okay, we don't have enough chairs, and that's exciting, but also panicking because you've got to do a lot more admin work, and you know your break's going to be longer. And sometimes you turn up, and there's twenty people, and you go, okay, this is a different show. Okay, we've got to think about blocking off some of the rows so people don't s- all sit at the back in these frightened <laughs> little grumps. We've got to make realise we can't come out going yeah because you get two kind of shows which I sort of saw. we've got rock and roll shows we've got acoustic, acoustic shows yeah. so you get some shows out where you can play you know ridiculously loud gangster rap and sort of cheer for thirty seconds when you come on and everyone's there with you but if you did that in an acoustic show I'd be looking going this is guys are too much. this is too this is way <laughs> too much. Way too much. <laughs> I remember that with the Monday, yeah, with the Monday shows, when we were doing Monday and Tuesday, uh, and then t- Mondays we were getting sort of like 80, 80 to 100 people, yeah. and then Tuesdays was like 150, sometimes like 200. And that was, yeah, you do play that differently. We talk Often we talk about playing, I haven't quite got the terms right for this yet, but the difference between playing, you can play quite hard, and then you can play a bit softer. Um, and especially in the, our first halves in general, we would play a bit harder. Mm. And I guess what I mean by that is that, you know, we'll come on, and especially when we were doing Top Secret with the huge audiences, uh, and when we do Monologue Slam as well, when we come on, the, the, the characters that we'll be playing uh, will be big. Not necessarily they're all loud all the time, but they're very clear. I think uh, Archetypes. Yeah, sort of archetypes, and also what we're saying needs to be really so we can't we can't do the whole like uh oh well we're here and we got our farm hey bessie what it's got to be very clear go the farm looks beautiful today you know what i mean that's it it's clear it's a little package the audience gets it it's loud they understand it's got hard edges um and then that way i think that 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 works well with the big audience. hip audiences are not there to see you explore your improv art. They're yeah. there to laugh and give you money for making them laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, you go. Uh, there's sometimes you go to an improv show and it feels a lot like you're at a very niche jazz club, <laughs> and they've all seen improv before. They've all read the books. Ninety percent of the people are the students that are there in the club and they're watching their teachers do their show, and they're they they're so into it that they it's the uh, that they they. They, they'll be there no matter what happens. Whereas if you've got a room full of punters who don't know what they're in for uh, to a very niche jazz club, they'd be confused. <laughs> uh, so yeah, our, our job is there to 
to to it's an entertainment venue. It's a it's a it's a comedy show. It's there to make money. <laughs> so if another group wanted to kind of emulate what you've done and end up, no, <laughs> there's not enough money. Please don't. Please. <laughs> In an ideal world. In an ideal world. In an, in an alternate not, reality. Where it's not a zero-sum game. No, no it's, not, it's not a zero-sum game. And uh, I, I wouldn't want to dissuade anyone from giving it a go. Because it's so much fun. If, <laughs> yeah. if they must. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I very much discourage anyone else yeah. from doing yeah, an improv please. podcast as well. <laughs> yeah. I can't really cope with the comp- competition. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, how do you, how do you end up getting well, one night a week? Never mind four nights. We a week. we actually we came out very starry eyed when we were twenty one years old, straight from university. We started shoot from the hip as a way of funding a very serious Edinburgh Fringe show about a guy who's stuck in a coma, and he's got to choose whether he's going to live or die, which is very hard. Uh, sort of harsh sort of stuff. And the play was really good. The guy, Thomas Mayer, wrote it, um, who uh, is still in the group. I was in it. Uh, we were all in it doing sort of various roles. Um, but Shooting the Hip was born as a fundraising thing wow. to get people up to the Edinburgh, to be able to get to the Edinburgh Fringe. And then we sort of finished it, uh, finished the run in August 2011. And we were like, oh, that was really fun. Should we, should we keep doing Shoot from the Hip? And we were like, yeah, okay, how, how do we do that? And I some we somehow wangled our way into the comedy store green room after a comedy store player show. <laughs> and we were talking with them and they and Neil Malarkey, who's a great guy, a really nice guy and very good improviser, basically came up and said, Listen, find a comedy club that has a free night. Say that what you want to do, that you're gonna put an improv show on and see what they say. Tell them what Richard Branch said. What did he say? Oh, he said, don't do it. No, no, he said, take it seriously. Did he? No. I thought he said, oh, no, who was it? He said, don't do it. Who's the improbable guy? Oh, I can't remember. Lee Simpson. Lee Simpson, Lee, oh, Lee, oh, Lee Simpson said, don't do it. <laughs> uh, very good advice. Uh, no, so we... Um, I swear, I swear, I remember when you first... I, maybe, it, maybe I misheard it's this, it. It's the myth, the mythos of it. But I just remember, uh, uh, maybe someone said, said to me that whilst they were telling you that, I think it was Lee Simpson, which you'd imagine, you know, all these people to be like, yeah, Krasazani Improv, whatever. <laughs> and apparently, I, well, I remember when you, well, I, well, at least when I, you first told me that, apparently I thought he said, um, he looked at you in the eye and went, take it seriously. Maybe, maybe, it was, <laughs> maybe, maybe I, think, I think I remember it was, don't do it, but if you do do it, yeah. take it seriously, which is go. quite cool. Uh, so, so we went... A big bunch of serious guys yeah. now. <laughs> so we went to the Top Secret Comedy Club, um, which had only been going for about a year, and I was doing shows from Wednesday to Sunday. And we said, give us Monday or Tuesday yeah. and we'll see if it'll make it work. Um, and he was like, okay, sure. And we did our first show that choose the Tuesday following seeing the Comedy Store players on the Wednesday. Uh, and it was really fun. And there was some people turned up. Uh, we had our second show, which is the smallest show we ever did, which was 14. And from there, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, and then in the beginning of January 2014, I just started doing stand-up. And I went to Angel Comedy, and which is I uh, can't write. If you're ever thinking about starting doing stand-up comedy, try and get on an Angel Comedy mm-hmm. Raw night. It's the place to give it, see if it's going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, but they used to do this thing on, so they did shows from Tuesday to Sunday, and on Mondays they did something called Bad Movie Night. And I got to talk to them about improv and how I started off, and I said, I just have interest. Would you ever be interested in having improv on the Monday instead of Bad Movie Night? And he went, Well, actually, lots of people turn up to Angel on Monday thinking they're going to see live comedy, and there's nothing on there. 
And so basically what we are is a chance for comedy promoters to have a night off. Oh, wow. So they don't have to worry about booking anyone. They don't have to worry about um, doing any tech. They don't have to worry about paying anyone. Anything like that. We have designed something which can be inserted into a venue and with minimal cost yeah. to the, the, the management. Uh, and that was something that after those first two, up the creek, we got an email from saying, would you be interested in taking this formula into our Wednesdays? And we went, yeah, sure, that'd be great. And then Bill Murray was uh, within this in the same week saying, we're going to start doing uh, pro shows every night at the Bill Murray at 8 o'clock. Would you like one of those days? We said, yeah, we'd we'll love to. Uh, so, yeah, we've managed to extremely increase our workload in the last mm. few months. But hopefully the idea is if they, when they all, they well, they are filling up now and when they're all, at their peak, they'll, it'll be a nice little learner. Brilliant. Um, and you're involved in something called Monologue Slam UK. What's this? Mm. Uh, well, Monologue Slam, I think, I mean, again, Sam was there at the beginning of this, but correct me if I'm wrong, is that they asked you to do some stuff when they first started up. Is that right? So they've been going for a while. They used to have, an, so they do basically it's an improv monologue, uh, not an improv monologue, a monologue um, competition for actors to get seen by industry people, set up by a company called uh, Triforce, it's a fantastic thing, all about inclusivity, uh, run by, started up by two actors, uh, Fraser Ayres and Jimmy Akambola. Uh He was just in the Bible sort of mini-series. Jimmy akambola has been in Holby City and was in Arrow, which is the uh, CW series. Uh, so two really good actors. And they used to get the uh, actors to do an improv section of the show at Monologue Slam between the one-minute and three-minute rounds. Uh, and I, we ended up sort of just talking, and we said, well, would you be interested in having Shoot from the Hip doing that improv section instead? Not because the actors were bad at it, but because they they weren't professional improvisers. Mm-hmm. And so he we said, we'll come in, we'll do 10 minutes or 20, 15 minutes of improv just to lift the spirits. Because usually when actors do monologues, they are very serious about it and want to show their full emotional range. <laughs> uh, so we're there just basically as a lift up at the end of that section. Goes down great, because I think... Uh They've had a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, uh, mum dying speeches, right. uh, and then so just to have some guys having fun, I think, uh, you know, they're suddenly just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so the whole show is absolutely fantastic, and then they have a musical guest at the end, so it's just a way of adding another flavour to this very, I think, a very important show as well, because it's a, a lot of young actors have got their start doing this monologue slam. So again, angel comedy. If you want to try doing some stand up, get on a monologue slam. If you want to be an actor, cool, cool. Um, you also do improv classes. We do, we do. Yeah, we've had a big do. old break. We've had a big old break. You know, as I said, we've been starting up these these four new shows, so we've been focusing on that. Uh, yeah, we so we do we do like an eight week course. Um, uh, you know, it's a good time. We've had people on the course get together who are now you know engaged. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so you, you know, you potentially hat. find the love of your life. Uh, <laughs> at the oh, I mean, the, higher success rate than Match. dot com. That's it. <laughs> Um, but the course, the course is, the course is our spin on tradition. I'd say traditional improv training. It's a level one course. Goes on for eight weeks, eight Sundays, uh, and we basically split it up into eight different sections of improv. So the first one uh, will be uh, sort of spontaneity. And we'll go under things like characters, and we'll do uh, ones on fine, on storytelling, uh, and it's basically just eight lessons in trying to. If you ever end up on stage and are told to make something up without any sort of stimulus, how to go about doing that without completely freaking out? Yeah, yeah. 
It's, uh, I mean, it's just, it's a good time. It's a good time. The one thing we, we did a load of, we did a quite a few improv courses and they all had their positive parts and their negative parts. The one thing we were focused on when we started up was you will never be sitting down for longer than five minutes. Right. Okay. So you sometimes yeah. get to early improv class and you have a 20 minute lecture from the teacher and you have to watch everyone else do their five minute scenes yeah, yeah, and yeah. you've basically switched off after that. So yeah. with ours, we try to make sure that you are not ever just sitting down for more than five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You're always up, always trying something new, going around, even that's just going around the room and trying little things, doing big group games. Because uh, you're there, you're giving us money, you should be improvising rather than just listening about how other people improvise good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and you've got the big show coming up at the Theatre Royal on Saturday, 17th the February. The big show, yes. Tell this, me about that. Oh, well, this. Monologue, so, we did, so, so we did Monologue Slam a long time and then... Which is at the Theatre Royal Stratford East. at the Theatre Royal Stratford East and then one day we just got an email saying if we wanted to do uh, our own night there. A one-off. A one-off. <laughs> which uh, is... Uh, it's gonna, which is, we were very, very, you know, over the moon about because yeah. it's a five hundred seater. So we talk, we talk about the uh, rock and roll and acoustic show. This will be the arena sort of. <laughs> this is uh, it. This, this is, is, the, the, this is the, big, the big. This is the big show. Stadium the big show. tour. Yeah. So uh, it's uh, yeah, five hundred seater theatre. Uh, tickets are ten pounds if you buy them in advance. Twelve pounds if you get them on the door. Uh, on the seventeenth of February, uh, twenty eighteen. It's not just uh, four of us. We've got three other guests coming in. We've got Paul G. Raymond. We've got uh, Joshua Mills. We've got Cat Bennett Fox. Uh, so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big old big old group of people. Um, We're going to be able to play games that we can't do easily with uh, three or four people. So uh, if you if you're an imp- uh, shoot from the hip sort of veteran and you've seen a whole load of shows, this will be some people that you recognise. I mean, Paul and Josh are, are members past and present uh, who are coming back Josh is coming back from Spain uh, to give this a go uh, but there will be games that you've not seen or either for a very long time or ever in this show as well so we're, yeah we're very excited about that it's going to be fun cool right um, time for the big last question because mm. you have to go off and do one of your four shows a week <laughs> right uh, what would you say uh, was your personal signature move what is the thing that you know you bring the house down you save the day what is it? As in, do? as in, as improvisers, or as shoot from the hip in general, shoot from the hip signature move, or as individuals. I'm thinking you individuals. Uh, well, it's funny because because I, I say that me and Sam uh, are quite we're quite different improvisers. I'm very much a, I can like I'm an I'm an actor, I'm a silly actor, <laughs> uh, and I just sort of very much. It's funny because we talk about you know comedy and stuff, but. In terms of my psychology, if I went into a scene feeling I had to be funny, I don't know why, but that would just dismantle me. Uh, whereas, you know, Sam's very, very fast and has a very, very quick mind and therefore can structure things very quickly because it's stand-up. Um, so I, so we play quite differently, but of course, they, they you know, they we, we get different types of, of laughs coming from it. My, about, yeah, I'm sorry, back to the question about my signature. I don't know, I, I'm just really, really silly. <laughs> I guess that's 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 how I like to play. Uh, signature move. I my fa- my favorite thing. I what I like doing is if you've you've got a scene, and then you and you and the next one on, you realize there's something in the last one that you can pull back into it yeah, yeah, to yeah. make it even more. So we did a show on Sunday uh, where the first scene was uh, a, a a guy who was the best lawyer in the in the country 
uh, talking to a guy whose son was a degenerate and they were brothers. And in the next scene, I was the degenerate son teasing the police officer and the police officer was like, you're never getting out of here. And then I remember, I went, well, actually, my uncle is the best lawyer in the country. (laughs) And so you bring that sort of thing in and it's it's just joyous. But I think the... The idea of a special move is if you it's not a good not a good way to think because that that you might as well have been doing stand up then it's a team team effort it's a team game my f- favorite things are when i see someone else go 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 with someone you you're building something together i mean mm-hmm. it might be easier to do about other people than yourself like i think aj will sometimes make an emotional choice or a change or a justification, which is I just never would have come into my head. I mean, as I said, I'm a very serious actor. Yeah. So, you know, yes. essentially the reason I'm there is because no, none of the big yeah. films want me. So yeah. So, <laughs> so it'll be I a have choice. to act. This is where I, you know. Tom, Tom Mayo is incredibly good with uh, wordplay. And if you just said to him, if he, if you said, can you just do an improvised Shakespeare speech, please? It'll always really get a good. Loud round of applause. Luke Manning is very, very good with accents. Luke Manning is a Luke just, Manning. Just, you know, we'll check, we'll, can change into a sort of any sort of kind of person. Also very good at playing a woman. He's also a uh, very, very good techni- technical improviser. Yeah. He's the kind of person where you'll, you'll make, you'll, you'll do something that moment you go, oh fuck, what do I do? He's got something to, and you're like, oh, <laughs> oh thank God, thank God Luke is here. I'm willing to go darker then Sam the rest, will go of, to some rest dark of the group. Place. Sam will go uh, to dark place. Because I think, again, you're there, you're exploring sort of psyche and, and, and fun. And so you might as well just explore some of the darker parts as well as the nice and yeah, friendly ones. You've got to do it. Yeah, he's, yeah he's just gotta, I guess you've just got to do it well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You've just got to do it well. There's just got to do it well. There's some words. You've just got to be really good. <laughs> just got to do it well. Be really good. And, yeah. and, and uh, performing for. Four nights a week. Four nights a week. Might be a really good step towards becoming good. Very good way of becoming good. Uh, we've got to make sure you don't get into any bad habits as well, though. So we do We do always usually have a, a beer afterwards and we do a breakdown of... And it's not as if... if you should never. If you're an improviser, if you're in a group, don't pick up someone if they do a mistake once because everyone makes mistakes and everyone can fuck up. If you see... Because we do four shows a week, if we go, oh, Luke, you've started four shows in a row as an old gruff man with a past... Maybe don't do that next time. Sam, you've started every show as an old gruff man with a past. Maybe don't do that again. We like a lot of old gruff men with pasts. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah it's, you sort of pick people up on the... If there's a bit where, because someone's had a busy week, they're not, they're not listening. So they can never remember the names of what the characters are. So we, we, you know, we're going, uh, yes, well, it's really nice to see you. Oh, and, and your name is... And you, have, you see the panic in their eyes. So yeah, you, you, you work together on your things that you, things that you make mistakes on. Uh, Positive. We we, 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 especially since we started doing four shows a week, as we see, you can see the grooves that, that you know what I mean. Because naturally, the brain's going to want to find its, you know, its comfort places. And so I think we've re- we well, we've now really started to make an effort of, of what we call positive constraints, which is essentially that like that exactly what what Sam said. You can't do X, Y, and Z. Not like you can't. We're going to be mean. Just if think you do. think about it. Just be aware. Okay. Yeah. And and the and the great thing about it is that it just means that you branch off into different sort of exciting directions places and things that you've never ever ever been close to before and that's really exciting a lot of the reviews we get are usually five stars uh, but no, they, they, uh, they're, they're, five, they're five stars but they are very much like a very very fun introduction to improv and if that's what we are I'm very happy to be that because we talk to a lot of people and they go 
oh, we thought all improv was shit. Uh, and there is a lot of shit out there. There is. And the trouble with shit improv is shit stand-up. If your shit is a stand-up, the most you get to do is five minutes. Uh, yeah, Whereas yeah. you can see shit on prof that goes on for an hour and you're like, God, kill me. Whereas uh, hopefully what we do is shoot from the hip is we are the, the, the taster, the, sor- the sorbet that goes, oh, this can be good sometimes. Mm. And then they go and find out, they find out the stronger improv flavor that's for them. They find the musical, they find the... Um, the, uh, the the more genre specific thing, the more long form thing, the more experimental thing. Uh, we are the gateway drug. The gateway drug. We are the marijuana of improv. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I think that sounds an excellent way to leave it. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for coming on. No worries. Let's go and do a show. I made this. That's improv. Yeah.